Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Good. How about yourself? All right. We're doing all right. Guys, we still have some... uh, technical issues we're working out so hopefully this sounds good enough for you yeah Um, new equipment on the way just remember this is free (laughs) (laughs) you can still complain but it's free yeah exactly we're we're working through it anyway uh but we wanted to make sure we got this delightful episode to you because um I think I said, what did I say to you? I think this is the worst thing we've ever watched for the show. Yeah. And, and it wasn't intentional. It was, it was just, I mean, I. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean based on the subject matter. Right. We knew it wasn't going to be great. Let's put it this way. So I was looking for things to watch for Christmas. This is how it came about. And I told Mike okay. this and I said, you know, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe Miami Vice has like a Christmas episode. I didn't know. So I did Miami Vice Christmas, and this one pops up called Missing Hours. And I look at it, I'm like, this has nothing to do with Christmas whatsoever. But it had something to do so with do UFOs <laughs> and whatever. And I'm like, should we yeah. do this one? Mike's like, let's do it. Um, little did I know that this is, well, in some places they call it the worst episode ever of Miami Vice. And some just say it was the major start of the decline of the show or it had already started to decline in season four, but this was really really it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah. So this is season four, episode seven. Yeah. You already said missing hours is the, the, the title. It, um, I, I, I'm almost at a loss for words for this because right. when I saw it had James Brown in it, I'm like, all right, (laughs) I'm so right. I like, I see James Brown in, in just like the the promo like thumbnail for it. Yeah, so, right. Um, yeah, right. that like, white suit. James Brown is in it. Yeah. Is he an and, angel uh, in this show? <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, we're. I mean, where do we start, Mike? This is this well, is a complicated. We got to start from the beginning because you know it, this episode probably wouldn't make sense if you didn't start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I even. Starting from the beginning, I'm not sure if it makes sense, but yeah, no, uh, it's it's immediately, it immediately doesn't make sense, um, right? But yeah, we got to start from the beginning. Okay, um, all right. So, so, so it opens outside of like a like it says a Harbor Cinema, so like some type of movie theater, and right, and like it was like an outdoor a, mall, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, and there's two guys in costumes and they're having a, like a sword fight, or at least one guy has a sword. One guy has like a lightsaber or something. And they're like in, you know, like toys. And then like the one, one guy is French. And then at the same time, there's, you know, we pan over to a guy at the ice cream shop and he, you know, there's a couple twin girls making, getting ice creams and he makes some kind of Pete and repeat joke. And then he goes, he goes off. Turns out he's like an undercover agent and right. he starts walking towards, you know, the stairs where these guys are. Right. And, and, then, we, and at this point, I think we've only done two episodes of Miami Vice. Right. And I don't recall this guy yeah. 
being in the early ones, but maybe he was, and I just maybe he had a smaller part. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not sure if he's a regular or what. But then then there's another agent or detective, um, and she is, I guess, I don't know, dressed. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to make any judgments. But she's, you know, in a dress of some type. I mean, it's, she's, it's, it's, she's supposed to be undercover. So, you know. Right. So, you know, so they're talking to each other kind of through, like, the earpiece mic thing. And uh, there's, like, some dealer supposed to be showing up. Now, at this point, I don't know if the guys in the costumes, are they cops? Are they criminals? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> are it's they like, just... We're, like, 15 seconds in. I'm, I'm right. like... Are, are they a distraction to throw the guys off? Because they say, like, in, in their mics when they're talking to each other, like, hey, here they come. The guy in front, he's the porno dealer. So I guess they're looking for some guy that's selling porn, porn? like illegally or something, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So then the, the, the other guy, I don't know if this is the porn guy or the other guy, but he he, he is, walks up. Is it the other guy? Well, the, the two weirdos that are dressed up kind of go up to him and start, like, acting even more strange. Like right. they're going to shoot him or something you know, with their, la- their fake lasers and swords. Yeah, and he kind of freaks out. He, does, he has, like, a meltdown. And oh, I guess so. Now this kind of makes sense. Now, now that I think back on it, that after makes sense. So th- that he starts tearing his shirt apart, like making these weird faces, and then he threw like a bunch of peanut butter jars at them, <laughs> which I didn't see that he had before when he was walking up. But right, he was like a bad. dozen of them. There were like a dozen peanut butter jars that he throws at these guys, and then he like just runs and jumps through a window. <laughs> and at this point I was baffled. Yeah. Yeah. Baffled. <laughs> <laughs> the, that's the, I'm, that's the, <laughs> I'm still baffled. Yeah. Um, and that's the end of the, like the pre intro thing. Then we, right. we basically cut right to um, this part here. And this is probably right now like the best part of the show. Yeah. It is. This is a jam. Yeah. Um, Anyway, that's enough of that. But um, so we basically then we cut to the uh, like the morgue, right? Right. And the other the cop there, Trudy, that's the female cop. She's there. And the the. Medical examiner is like, yeah, you know, we're not sure exactly yet. You know, we have to do the full autopsy, but I'm pretty sure he died of a heart attack. And she's like, what? <laughs> I saw him jump through the window and he's bleeding from the neck all over the place. He's like, you know, sometimes it can look like that when you get a cut on the neck. But no, it that wasn't it. It was just superficial. Like, that was a surface scratch. Right. Yeah. It's he's a flesh wound. Like, but no, I, I, I actually got a, cl- a little clip of it here where he kind of tries to explain it here. Hold on a second. Idlest probable cause of death is heart attack. Heart attack? Dr. Mann's neck was cut. Yeah, there was a lot of blood. That can be deceptive. I've been fooled before. No, 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 no. I saw his artery pumping. No. See? No. Superficial laceration. <laughs> Superficial laceration. By the way, it goes across his whole neck. <laughs> yeah, right. 
but it's like and it healed. healed. It healed yeah. after he died, mind you. It, it's not even a scab. It's just like a crease. Right. But, yeah. So just so you guys know, wounds still heal after you die. It doesn't matter that your heart's not pumping blood anymore. That's right. And your every other, everything else is ceased functioning. Your wounds will still heal. It um, could be. I mean, uh, yes, blood will dry. Blood will dry, but this was not what it was. This was no. This was like healed. <laughs> all, it was like also cleaned up. So if there was blood, there was oh, yeah, exactly. none, none visible. But yeah, um, and then they like go through like what he had on him, and it was like he had a thousand dollars cash and a dozen peanut butter jars. Right, and, uh, and the weird guys are like outside, right? Yeah, like they came to the police because station. they were like stealing people's wallets while they were going through, like other people. And they oh, want their money, remember? They want the money, the money that they stole from these other people that these cops are just letting them do, supposedly. And they want a cut of that $1,000 that was on this guy. Oh, because they didn't, they didn't yet rob him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, they say something about the peanut butter. And then, and oh, and uh, Tubbs shows up. By the way, I just want to say, and I posted this on Twitter or Instagram or both. Um. Tubbs shows up, and I'm just going to tell you, in this whole episode, he looks way too good to be a cop in this whole episode. He is dressed perfectly. Like, the suit's got to be, like, $5,000. He And he just he just looks too good to be a cop. You know yeah. what I mean? He's been, <laughs> Does that make sense? He's been skimming, like, the drug bust. He's and, been well, and, and I don't even that. mean just the outfit. I just mean him. I mean, like, you look at him, you're like, and which is, I guess would be perfect if you want to be an undercover cop. Because there's no way you're looking at this guy and go, he's a cop. You're like, no, this guy is some rich millionaire that, you know. Perfectly manicured. Perfectly, yeah. yeah. I mean, he just looks. And this is not a knock on him or the actor at all. He just, <laughs> he just yeah. he's it's actually the opposite. He just looks way too good. And then, you, you know, like, then you get. Um, uh, Crockett, who does look a little bit more like you'd expect an undercover cop with the long hair and whatever, this scruffy, beard, scruffy, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, everything was anyway. So, um, so what happens here? Somehow we see so, she true, has a picture true. of the houseboat, right, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some somehow she got a picture of the houseboat, whether he had that on him or not. But Trudy has a picture of it, and the next scene, she's like, she's walking into this abandoned looking houseboat. Right. Uh, and she's dressed like she's going to some dinner party. Like or a disco yeah. or something. Like, yeah, like every, every scene I see her and she's like dressed in a in a just some way that is I don't know, commentable. I don't know how <laughs> how, how else to say that. Fill but, your own comment in here. Yes. Um Anyway, so yeah, so she goes there. She walks in, and again, a bunch of peanut butter jars, all arranged in a circle, by the way. Right. And a cuckoo clock starts going off. We see these clouds change color, but don't move. Yeah. Like this, like, and now, what, what year was this? 85 or 6, right? Somewhere right around there. Yeah. And now, the effects weren't great, but it seems like they were even a little weak for what year it was. Like, it seems like they could have yeah. been better. They could have. They definitely could have. It was very, very amateurish, uh, <laughs> even for the time. It was like my Photoshop skills. Let's just put it that way. 
which yeah, are it, pretty, it, pretty bad. But, and I, I do think a cloud rolled in, but it was totally not good effects. Yeah, let's and put it, it this way. The effects that were done on Quantum Leap, which was around the same time, were much better. Oh, yeah. And, th- and then, this was like season four of this show. <laughs> not yeah, not right. like the they first episode. Time, they had time to ramp up here. But, yeah. Um, and then James Brown shows up on the boat. And then... It, but she calls it, him Lou... Um, Lou DeLong Lou DeLong I think his name was So, and then we just commented on how bad the effects were now they get even worse (laughs) so like he stops moving and it's like a frozen picture of him and then his face is cut out and then what is it like space or something you see like outer space where his face was and then is that her face that appears on it like, what the hell is the point of that? And then we hear, here's a little clip of that, too. <laughs> Lou DeLong. <laughs> and I just want to go on record saying, that is not me adding that music. This was no. in the episode. It was, yeah, right. Right. It was in wow. the episode. Um, yeah. yeah. And this is when I knew this thing was going to be off the rails. Yeah. The face thing got me. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. And then it's like this was like some high school students put this <laughs> episode together. Yeah. I, I, um, I've seen stuff that your son has put together. It's better than this. <laughs> right. Hey, and he's got out. like a four dollar budget. <laughs> I mean, granted, uh, we have computers that are much better now, but still. Yeah. Right. Anyway, but that um, was it. that was it for that scene. Like, boom, yeah. that scene's done. And then um, we go to the interrogation room, and there's a woman there claiming to be Lonnie's husband. So Lonnie was the guy who tore off his shirt and threw the peanut butter jars at people. Who may or and may not this be is dead. This, this is where things get interesting. Um, sure, that's that's how I describe it. So yeah, Crockett shows up, and uh, you know he's like, "Oh, you got the wife for it." And then Crockett's like, "Hey, has Trudy been here yet?" That's who was on the houseboat. And Castillo, uh, Castillo, right? This is his name. He's like, uh, "No, uh, Lieutenant." And Crockett's yeah. just like, "Yeah, I'm sure she'll call in sick later. If she's not here by noon." <laughs> No worries. Yeah, then she's sick. He's like, yeah, then she's sick. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. yeah. If she's not here on time. I mean, maybe he's just coming for her. Yeah. So Crockett uh, goes in to talk to the wife, and she just starts rambling on about how they've been apart for two years since they took us. In Nevada. In Elko, Nevada, right? And he's like, oh, your husband's been missing for two years? And then... I guess it starts sinking in what he's tr- she's trying to say. Because she's like, well, no, we were taken. I woke up 12 hours later, and he was gone. There's a patch of my hair missing. There's a scab there. And he's like, oh, boy. <laughs> and, she, and she wasn't even talk, like convincing. She was like. No, not at all. Like, she knows. She's like, she knew it was crazy sounding. And she made it even more crazy sounding the way she was saying it. And then she said she 
knows that it sounds crazy <laughs> and that he doesn't believe her. And he's like, he's like, oh, I, I, I don't know. You know he's yeah. like, he really doesn't know. So, um, but then she found out that she's like, oh, right. Then I found out he was found. So I came here. Right. And I think at this point she knows he's dead already. Right. Though She's like, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cause then, um, yeah, then they, they decide to take her ID to the body. Right. Right. Yeah. And okay. so they go there and, uh, the medical examiner there is like, Oh, Hey, hi, how you doing? And I, did you notice the red X's on the other more drawers, by the way? I don't know if that oh, yeah. was on purpose or not. I don't know if that was there before. Don't, don't open these. There are really <laughs> dead people in there. <laughs> so, yeah. Those were supposed to be taken off in post. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he opens the drawer and there's nothing there. And then he's like, oh, sorry. And he shuts the door again. And then he looks at his chart. And he's like, nope, that's right. <laughs> he opens the drawer again. Like the, now there's going to be a body there. Like maybe it was just shoved a little further in the drawer. And I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it slid back. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he <laughs> he's like, oh, sorry. He's like, I don't understand. She's like, oh, no. He's like, she's like, I don't understand. He's like, I don't either. <laughs> right. he's, he's like, this shouldn't have happened. Uh, right. And then uh, then I think like some, someone comes in, like an assistant. Like the assistant, like, yeah. He's like, oh, they came to they came to take him. He's like, oh, did you you know have him sign the paperwork? He's like, uh, maybe no. Did yeah. she have? Did, actually, I actually have a clip of it. He's like, did he? Did she bring Foreman? Because it was Trudy that supposedly signed her out. Which, by the way, I didn't know a detective could actually go into a morgue and just sign out a body. <laughs> it's not weird, like but... you know, like in the movies, I could totally understand where you go sign out a prisoner and just take the prisoner on a joyride, like in forty eight hours. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, taking out a body. But here, I got a clip because there's a kind of a little funny thing from uh, Crockett at the end. Trudy Joplin, one of their detectives, signed for two attendants from Biscayne Mortuary. No postmortem, no release. Did she have a D990? Sure, she, she had to, or I... I'm not certain. You're not certain? We're not talking about a library book here. You gave her a body. That was the humor of the show. Yeah, and just you know, if you do check out a body, uh, even if you had the D nine ninety, do you bring your own like like roller cart? Like, how do you take that body out of <laughs> exactly. there? You know, you just gonna put it in the back of your Datsun or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Dolly and wheel out. I don't know. Maybe, but, well, maybe the assistant uh, helped. I don't know. But um, <laughs> so I do. I, so let's get. You know, obviously, at this point, we haven't really said it out loud. But they're talking about spacemen coming, and this is what that lady's talking about, right? This is the whole UFO thing that they're trying right, to right. cash in on. I guess. But it's very weird in how they do this. You know, some people are like, oh, this was like, you know, like a precursor to X-Files. No. Um, <laughs> this was not. Because this was just bad. Badly done. Like, they were trying to... At, well, I'll talk a little bit more, I guess, at the end. But I, I, they were, you know, trying to do things weird. They were doing it weird on purpose, right? Everyone was acting <laughs> weird. And I think I know why, maybe. But they were making everyone be weird. And it just wasn't working because the actors... We're doing some of them were just doing a poor job of being weird. And I don't think 
except for um, Philip Michael Thomas, Tubbs, he seemed to be actually into the episode. Crockett didn't seem to be too, <laughs> too into no. what really I- I think he, he probably it. read the script ahead of time and was like, this is stupid. Yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. But 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 yeah, the other guy was like totally into it. So. Yeah, but some but like some of the stuff like, you know, they just didn't do a good job on some. Anyway. So now we go to they're in the regular office part of their thing, I guess, which is connected. I don't know if it was connected to the morgue or if it just whatever, but we get to see baby Chris Rock. You know, as the yes, he's like twenty one or twenty two in this, but he seems like he's like (laughs) fourteen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. He he was like um, like the very first scene he was in, he didn't speak. He was like about to speak and he didn't. Right, he's kind of like like, walks. That's Chris. That's Chris Rock. Yeah, maybe he's not even going to say anything. Maybe that's all he his role was, but he did eventually have a bigger part. Right, and I think this is the only episode he was in. But anyway, so they're still looking for Trudy and the body, and that's when Chris Rock does chime in. Um, Carson, I think, is his name in the episode, right? He's like, hey, right, you guys right. showed up on the Star Chaser bulletin board. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was like a, a blast from the past. Right, bulletin boards? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, no one kind of really says anything, and the captain's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's another one. Edward James almost. He is always Edward James almost and whatever he does. Like this is supposed to be some weird episode, but he's still like, what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. He is not going to play it, you know, weird or different. He's right. just going to be him. Um, so anyway, that. so, you know, he says, Oh, it's a UFO board. I talk about, you know, you know, whatever. And they, you know, because they, they mentioned the, the cops. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. And that kind of just kind of goes. That's kind of it. Like, he's like, get the fuck out of here. Right. right. And then and, Trudy and shows up. Right. Like, no one has seen or heard from her. And she comes in like she's had like a double espresso and like <laughs> she's like singing James Poor Brown. Or a double songs. martini. Yeah. Maybe both. And she's like, she had one of those dancing. Red Bull martinis, so she was all whacked out on caffeine and booze. And then, and then she like pulls. She's like, "Oh, anyone got a light?" And she just lights up the photo of the houseboat and drops it in the garbage oh, yeah, can. That's right. at her, they're like, "What the fuck?" So, uh, and so, then they, I get, they just, I don't know, they just go about their day. Well, no, no, because they ask her, they're like, "Hey, what about this body you took?" Us? She's like, "What are you talking about? I was never in the morgue." Yeah, you were. She's like, no, oh, right, I was right. hanging out with Lou DeLong all night. Right. And they're like, what? They're like, Disco Legend? Lou DeLong? <laughs> totally. I almost choked on that. Um, <laughs> so, but it, did you notice, though? All right. So, this is our first indication that something might be off, I think. But I need to ask you and also anyone listening to the show, especially Chris from Twitter. Um, he rewatched this, I think, he said. Um, he has them on DVD, so he was prepping for this episode. But on her desk, her nameplate yeah, says I saw it. Big Booty Trudy. <laughs> yes. What I want to know, is that always what it says on this, or is it only for this episode? 
Good question. Because that does that seem like something appropriate for? I don't know. Is she a detective? What is she in this? Yeah, uh, I guess so. They aren't they are all? I don't, I don't know. know if, are they all detectives? Yeah, she's a detective. So it just doesn't seem appropriate. So that's why I'm like, was that for this episode? Because it's you know things are going on yeah. weird. Um. So that's like the first in my mind. If like I if if, anyone if knows, I'm right, if anyone that something's <laughs> amiss in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, so then Chris Rock, who is from a different department, he's just kind of nosing He's like the records guy. Yeah, he's just like a guy running papers back and forth. Yeah, so he's like, hey. He starts, like, bombarding Trudy with questions. What was the name of the disco? She's like, she can't remember. So basically she can't remember anything other than what happened on the houseboat, I guess. And then that she was at the disco with, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, right. And And then he's like... I think this was a close encounter. I think, right. you know, you were hit with aliens. Oh, wait, and, actually, uh, I got a clip of this. Yeah, where he's like, he's oh, like yeah. interrogating her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hold on. Uh, here, right here. Trudy, do you remember the name of the disco? No. Now, you're a detective, a trained observer. You have an eye for detail. But I bet you can't tell me the name of the disco, where it was located, how it was decorated, what you had to drink. I remember it happening. The other parts are like, you know, parts of a dream when they get lost when you wake up. This is classic, classic memory displacement. Did anybody ever read the Van Donneken study? And I think this point again, Castillo's like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Exactly. He ejects him from the room. Get this kid out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, But... It's funny that he's like the one like coming in with these things because right. you know again he's you know he knows about this shit so he's like hmm, that's weird that you're a detective and you don't remember a thing which is true yeah. right yeah I mean, and that's probably the, like the the one like solid part of this episode is that <laughs> they thought like hey let's write in this new guy that just kind of butts in because he has this information right. and. It makes sense because you wouldn't think anyone else would know that stuff. So right, exactly. That, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Well. Crockett and Tubbs aren't going to know about UFOs, right? Yeah, first rock. They're busting like drug dealers and gun runners, and right. Yeah, like in that one episode with Glenn Fry, you know. Yeah, they're going. They're going undercover as drug dealers, and so not UFO people. Right. So anyway, so so then they go to um, like a, a UFO seminar. Um, I don't know what else to call it. With, with I Lou. said I said conference, but it's the same idea. Okay. Yeah, so it's um, the disco guy is there. He's like leading it. He's like the MC, right? So um, James Brown or Lou DeLong in this episode went from being, uh, like you said, a disco king to trying to get money out of people for UFOs. Right? Yeah, he's it's like a like an evangelist, but a UFO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's for astral life, you know. Right, right. And, um, I actually, I have a clip when they first get there. Oh shoot, hold on, I just lost it for a second. It, it's kind of funny because it's like they're showing like some little video, but you only see part of it. And you know, Crockett and Tubbs are sitting in the uh, audience and like looking at each other, like, "What the hell is this shit?" And then right. Lou DeLong, James Round comes out and starts talking about what astral life is. And it's like he's going to go into this long speech about what it is. And he's like, Astro Life, it's about peaceful coexistence. But it's not free, so we need your money. I'm like, that's the whole speech. 
Like, well, you jump right right to it. But here, yeah. I got here, I got the clip of it because it's pretty it's pretty good. Now, friends, Astralion is a peaceful coexistence among the planets. There's no such thing as a free lunch. After the light show, Travis will be handing out envelopes for your donation. <laughs> we accept all yeah. major credit cards. Again, I'd like to say thank you. For- <laughs> and, and I wrote, this is how much I, I tied this to being like one, like a, a television evangelist. I wrote the name of the company was Astral Soul, which it was not. It was Astral Light. So, um, Same idea. Yeah. 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 And then they, um, Chris Rock like comes out from behind the curtain, like <laughs> behind <laughs> Lou. He like works his way, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm late," you know. Yeah, and, Crockett's uh, like, "What part of, what part of?" Oh, that's actually more Christia. <laughs> what part of uh, undercover don't you understand, or whatever? Yeah. Like, why is he even I, there? <laughs> exactly. We need the records guy here with us. Yeah. So they they go they go and like confront Lou, and they're like, they mention Trudy. He's like, "Nope, don't know her." And yeah, because Crockett or no Tubbs pretends like he's somebody else. He's like, "Hey, my name is," and I forgot what he used. You know, because yeah. again, these guys are using fake names. Like he's actually going to know the name of the police detective in Miami. Yeah, right. Um, but then they they eventually like they just drag him out with them, which I don't think you can do that. But they like force Lou to come with them. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, first, yeah, because Lou says he's like, "This isn't a scam. This is real. I was abducted," and. Yeah, they drag her to drag him to Trudy's house. <laughs> like, You're gonna come and, with me. And before gonna... they get back to Trudy's house, he Lou mentions something about being ad- abducted, and he says it's like being raped. And oh, yeah. right. I, I was like, like, "What?" Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I've never been adu- abducted by aliens, but maybe it is like that. I don't know. Right, but that just felt weird. Yeah, it just so, seemed like a weird thing to say. Yeah. So then uh, they they go to Trudy's house, I guess, her apartment or her house, yeah. wherever, and um, with Lou. And she's like, that dude's old. Because <laughs> <laughs> she has a record. She's actually listening to his record. I forgot what song was playing now. It's not the, not the same one as in the beginning, but. No, right. But she's like that. You're not the guy I was with last night. You were, you know, you were like 30 years younger, right? I you about sign, that. She, like you signed my album, but there's it wasn't signed. And then she's like, "You kissed me." He's like, "Nope, never happened." <laughs> yeah, but, and but now Lou Crockett thinks she, she was maybe drugged or something like that, right? Which, but Lou's like, was, "No, they take your memories and they use you. They use them against you." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Okay. So, but I think drug, that's probably the most logical explanation. Um, um, <laughs> then she's, then he says to her, Lou says to her, he's like, hey, think of me like on the houseboat. And then like they do the yeah. same effect again. Yeah. But then she's like, wait a minute. Then I don't know. Some, I don't know. what She remembers what? Oh, yeah. Because then they kind of cut away from it. And then at the office, Crockett and Tubbs are walking in. They're like. She, you know, she remembers purple eyes and blue auras. That's all she remembers. So I, yeah. I don't know. So then they decided, like, hey, we better go find the houseboat. That's all our answers will be there. But they're like, no one has the address of the houseboat. I'm thinking, well, it's a houseboat. Does it have an address, first of all? <laughs> well, you and... wouldn't know where it's 
docked. I yeah, guess. at least we're at least where is it docked? Yeah, um, and everyone who has been there, like their memories are all jacked up because they can't, <laughs> they don't know how to get there. Um, so they, they go to call a dispatcher, and Car- Carson gets a call. I don't what dispatcher. Why, why would they call the dispatcher? Well, because no like what they want to do is they're figuring that a cop was dispatched to it. Like Trudy would have called a cop to go to that place. And okay. they're like, yeah. no, we were at a, I forgot who they say, but some other concert that they say they were at someone who was like a super celebrity in like the fifties or something like that. <laughs> and then, and then Carson gets a call, which was just random, but it sounds like it's, his Oh boss. no. Yeah. Then Carson tells him to ask the ex-wife about the houseboat. Oh yeah. Again, coming through. Right, exactly. Because no one else would have thought of that. A room full, a room full. Even of though she detectives. hasn't seen him in two years. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so then they pull up. Unless I'm, am I, I skipping? No, you're right. They here. pull up to the hotel. Yeah. yeah, at a motel in the Ferrari. I, now I don't recall where they got the Ferrari. Like where that comes in. That, they always... Yeah, somewhere in in one of the other seasons, they started driving a Testarossa around. You just get those. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, of, when you're of, when you're undercover vice, you got to have the tools to stand uh, out. be like the drug dealers, even when you're not yeah. on a case with drug dealers. Oh yeah, so they're at the motel to, get to talk to the wife. Right. They, instead of call, calling, they decided to go there. Right. And, yeah. and um, as they get there, she's getting kidnapped, and they the Ferrari dies, and they can't get it started. Um, and then a beam of light shines down from above and what is it? A UFO? We don't know. Um, exactly. but he, he, he suddenly gets out. He tries to get the car started, gets his flashlight. It doesn't work. Uh, I wrote here, I go, I like how they only try to start the car once. I'm like, but it is a Ferrari. So, (laughs) and like, those are known to have electrical issues. You're not going to be able to fix that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so then uh, Tubbs, Tubbs calls it in on a payphone, and he's like, he explains it. And then he's like, no, but I'm a cop. Like, they're going to think it's crazy. I am not some sort of psychopath. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, suddenly after the bad guys get away with the girl and the light turns off, um, the car starts and the flashlight goes on. So kind of like in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Very strange. Um, so they, they're like, hey, we're here. Let's go look around inside the room. So they go in and everything looks in order, right? Yeah, no forced uh, entry, they say. All right. So um, so they're, they're walking outside. And then you, you catch with, like, I, I don't know which one of them said it, but they're talking about, you know, Aliens? Are they, you know, little green men? And and then uh, one of I don't know, one of them says moon lizard. Never <laughs> 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 heard that term before, but that was pretty funny. Yeah, um, but Crockett at this point he's like, I am not going to go looking for little green men with you. <laughs> like Tubbs yeah, seems right. to kind of be into it, but Crockett's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, he is. He's like, well, yeah. It's, I mean, there's no other explanation. But, right, and he's yeah, like, like, he. And he also says, he's like, I think it's very convenient that they started hauling her away right when we got there. Almost like they had insider information. So, And he thinks it's Carson. Because this guy is like a new yeah. character, too. Car- uh, Chris Rock. This is like the only episode he's in. So, yeah. like, he wants to go looking into him. So, 
Right, right. In his past. So um, then we then we flash to Trudy, and she's reading. I guess Lou wrote a book about being abducted. Called missing and hours. She's reading. That. Yeah, she, she's she's reading that, but she fell asleep, uh, and then she she wakes up, and like she's trying to shut off the music, but it won't turn off. So she gives it a good crack, and uh, finally it shuts off. But I was thinking that had something to do with like aliens, like it wouldn't shut off. There was also was a giant tub of peanut butter there too. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, like on the counter Did or I? something. And then uh, someone someone's outside the house, like whistling. Um, the James <laughs> I feel Brown's good. Song. Or right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so she like grabs her gun. She's ready to like pop a cap in this guy. <laughs> and her, it's a, then like her friend was staying with her, so he, she grabs her at the last minute, opens the door, and it's like this twelve year old paper boy, um, <laughs> you know, in the morning. So he almost got a bullet, but she saved him. And yeah. then she's like, you know what? I need to get some help, like maybe, and she starts like naming off different types of uh, like therapy, and then she's like, hypnosis. Yeah, right, because like, her friend her is like, because she's like trying to figure stuff out, and she's like, I can't think, I can only see like shapes and stuff. And her friend's like, well, if you had someone that you were trying to help get information, what would you do? And that's like you said, she'd list off those things, and she's like, hypnosis, yes, because that always works. Yeah, right. So and, she goes and gets um, hypnotized. Hypnotized. And then, yeah, so I, I'm glad you said that because I didn't write that down. And, but then this makes my next bit of bullet points here make a little more sense. So I guess she's hypnotized, right? And she sees herself on a peanut butter jar. <laughs> yep. And, and there's a cuckoo clock. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we see and the And she book. sees the houseboat. And the houseboat, right? And then they and then they wake her up, right? Because she's getting scared, right? Because she's getting scared. They're like, "What?" She's like, "What?" They're like, "What scared you?" She's like, "Shapes, triangles, squares." I'm like, "So you got nothing out of this?" Because <laughs> this is exactly what you said before. You can only see shapes. And the doctor, I mean, I'm sure there is some sort of phobia, some that you're afraid of certain shapes too. Maybe be. that's what she has. But the doctor, I the guy's like, "Do you do drugs?" <laughs> Yeah, right. That's the most legitimate question asked in the whole thing. He's like, have you taken any LSD? <laughs> <laughs> Mushrooms, you know, any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> She's like, uh, but, no. Yeah, that... Oh, yeah, because he says, he's so, like, I found some traces in your blood work of, I forgot what it was. But it wasn't like drugs. He's yeah. like, and that sometimes happens when you have drugs or when you're sick or have a cold. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, oh, it's all the same thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> but she does yeah. know where the houseboat is. Yeah, oh, okay. That's how they figure out the houseboat. Okay. Yeah. Um, she remembers that. Part. Oh, yeah. So then they go to check it out, right? Her and the, the girl, they go to check it out. Yeah. But the first we see uh, Tubbs in the middle of a field on the phone. Um, Who's he talking to? Is he talking to uh, Crockett then? He's talking to someone on the phone. He's just trying to get some information. Or... I don't know who he was talking to. To I just wrote to yeah. the other guy. He's in the field. Oh, oh, the guy who was uh, <laughs> the, the other guy, the guy who was in the selling the ice cream. The other detective, you know, trying to get some information and stuff uh, about UFOs and people saw stuff and they're like, "Well, we the people reported some things in this area," and meanwhile, there's like a like a a, a, 
um, bulldozer driving up behind him. So he starts talking to that guy because it's like in the area and he pretends like he works for the company. He's like, uh, yeah, I've been hearing about some strange things we're seeing on the night shift here. And he's like, I'm just looking to give someone some extra money in their paycheck to ask about it. He's like, oh, yeah, well, the guys in the night shift say they've lost some diesel fuel tanks or I don't know, something had been blown up. Yeah, yeah. So, but then now we go to the houseboat. Yes. Yeah, so now, all right, so we go to the houseboat. Um, oh, they, they, somebody cleaned up the houseboat, apparently. Yeah, there's only um, one jar of peanut butter there now. Right. But they find a, a dead girl on the deck, so they didn't do a great job. It's of the wife, up. I think. Oh, was it the wife? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they see the back of her neck is shaved, or the back of her head. Oh, yeah, that's right. It has, like, a shaved patch in it. And then... Trudy like bends down to to look at it, and as she's looking at it, the cop sees that the back of Trudy's head is shaved too. Um, and she's like, "Nah!" And she's just like, like, "Trudy, what's happening to you?" And she's like, "What?" And she's like, "No!" Nah! <laughs> like you see birds yeah. flying away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then, and meanwhile, like the guy from the cult, the guy that was like collecting money at the the whatever life. Life. Beautiful life. Yeah, Astrolife. Life. He's like watching them from the distance. And uh, I wrote back at Life Force, which is Life movie. Force. So uh, <laughs> then uh, this this is bizarre. Chris Rock is at the movies. And no, he's there. I think he's at the Astrolife place. He's at the oh, movies. I thought he was just at. A, I thought he was like watching a movie somewhere. No, I think he's at the Astrolife place because those do did look like movie theater seats. But there was a movie playing. <laughs> well, they were showing movies, like space movies, like alien movies. Okay. All right. So, all right. So then that, then that makes more sense, I guess. The cult guy shows up and he, he like, comes to get him. And then, um, uh, then what? Oh, then, oh, so then, wait. Then, Tubbs, uh, now Tubbs finds Lou in the middle of a field. Oh, right, right. He's Around the, ta- by the tanks. Yeah. Right. He's like, I want some straight answers, not Martian Chronicles. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's another car in the distance kind of watching them. Right. right. Yeah. So, so like with two other guys, like I'm like, are these supposed to be the, like, the men in black or whatever? Yeah. But, so he wants to know, like, he, what's this burn shit on the ground? It's not diesel. And uh, here, let me, let me have uh, James Brown explain it to you. Maybe that'll make more sense. Who better? It's not. It's a Jacob's ring. For the earthen present here, please. Jacob's ring is a term used since the landing in Fitripo. On Jacob's ranch in New Mexico. Generic. Ship landing here. If we had a counter, we could measure the alpha scatter radioactivity. Very little. Don't worry. I've been near for you. No harm. Yeah? So what are you doing here? Did they drop you off on their way to Andromeda? I wish. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was a weird scene. So, yes. Um, so basically, he's trying to say that a, a ship landed there, if you didn't really catch what uh, Long was laying down for you. And those marks were left by a ship that landed there. So Tub's like, hmm. 
basically at this point, Tubbs is like, doesn't think he's behind anything like murder. He's like, you just got some good gig going here, making some money and probably ripping off people. But that's none of my concern. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave. Right. That's and not that's part of he, the case. Right. And he goes and then the other car leaves too. And somehow all of a sudden they're doing like playing chicken. Right. And the other guy flinches and drives off a little mini cliff. Right. <laughs> like yeah, like a mini cliff, like big enough that you would die. <laughs> I think if, if, <laughs> if you, you didn't fell. have a seatbelt on. Yeah. For sure. And, uh, but yeah, they, they, they survived. So they, they, they get out of the car and Tubbs is up on top pointing a gun. I'm like, take me to your leader. <laughs> I think Tubbs had the best one liners in the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then they go into some weird building and it turns out these guys work for the government and they're testing something. They don't really say what they're testing. Right. But they're testing something and they're like, hey, Florida's the perfect place because you guys have so many drugs down here that we're just not even going to be noticed. I'm like, right. shit. I'm like, wow. Okay. So was that supposed to be like a distraction? Like they are actually having some kind of – like they are the UFO and I, I don't You know. know what? Just like yeah. everything else, it wasn't really explained. It was just thrown in there. Just throw it in there, I think. Um, yeah. And then um, we panned to Chris Rock, who's working on a computer. And, and um, Trudy, again, in her dress, shows up. And I don't know what the deal was. They, she was he had some information. They were gonna yeah, go he's got some weird chatter on his bulletin board about communication stuff that she found in the boat. Okay. So... And then they leave. Oh, the, the, do they? Sh- and they show the screen, they, right? They show the computer yeah. screen. It's just flashing, I didn't catch it, and it's and you know it's supposed to be coordinates. But mind you, they only give the latitude and not the longitude, so You'll that doesn't really help. <laughs> I mean, I know they're in Florida, so they in Miami, so they could probably maybe figure it out. But that doesn't work. You can't figure out where something is located with only one half of the coordinate right unless you just keep because that latitude goes all the way around the earth (laughs) it could be anywhere along that latitude yeah a long search yeah um again very similar to close encounters of the third kind where they got the latitude longitude from a thing anyway so then um well we have crockett and tub tubs are what are they doing they're just at the office. Could, and, yeah, because they've been looking into Carson. Crockett's got some info. Oh, yeah. They're, so they're talking about him. And uh, he, he makes a phone call. And um, I don't know. Someone tells him Trudy Trudy went with Carson. Um, right. So they, they go to the office. And they find the printer, like, spitting out all this information. <laughs> and they're like, and hey, then, these are coordinates. <laughs> that's why they're detectives. <laughs> uh so then they jump in a boat to get to the But wait, boat. before that, I just want to mention that they did look into Carson. They found out that he did go to night school, but he wasn't there tonight. And also he had some some special thing that he did for like a semester, and it turned out to be in Elko. So they'll think, hmm. they're, they're all thinking he's connected into this. Okay. But yeah, I, so anyway. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't so, know. I must have... St- that's, that, it's fine. I was so confused by everything else happening at this point. Right. I just gave up. But, um, 
So they, right, they, so they, they jump in a boat and they, they're giant fucking speedboats, <laughs> drug yeah. running boat. And they go, <laughs> they go to this houseboat and, uh, Trudy's laying on the deck, but she's, she's not dead. She, no, she's like drunk. <laughs> yeah. She's like high, you know, on whatever this drug is that she does. And then the cult guy, you see him like climbing on the boat <laughs> and, uh, it, then like Sonny kind of confronts him. Well, first Sonny finds, uh, Carter Car- like, hiding Carson. Yeah. yeah. Carson. Yeah. Hiding in like a corner. So he gets him. He's like, get, get up here, get on deck, you know? And then the cult guy's there. And I thought we we're going to see some shooting. Right. He's like, hey, he's like, here, I got the papers, you know, the boat's mine. He left it to us. I'm here to pick it up. So they all, they all get on the boat and the cult guy, stays behind and uh, did you notice the door slams on its own and the, the lights turn on and the cuckoo yep. clock is on yeah and then they're driving away in the distance in their drug boat yeah <laughs> then the, the, the boat named boat. not a drug running boat <laughs> yeah, right. or i should say not a cop boat <laughs> yeah, we are not cops but then the houseboat explodes, assumingly with the uh, cult guy in the side. Um, unless he was beamed up or something. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, but also the boat did, their boat, the drug boat, did die out right before that happened. Oh, and did you oh. catch, did you catch too when uh, uh, Crockett was like dragging Chris Rock out of there? And he's like, you know, Chris Jackson, what are you doing? He's like, I'm checking you for a zipper. Because remember, <laughs> make sure he wasn't oh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. in a, a human body suit. <laughs> yeah, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Like unzip himself. Um, And then um, then Trudy wakes up, I guess wakes up from a dream. And right. or maybe she's still dreaming. I don't know. But she goes to work and she opens her drawer. And there's a jar of peanut butter in the houseboat. Yeah. What? So here's the deal. What so the hell is... was this? What was this episode about? <laughs> what even That's happened? That's just it. So they tried to make a weird episode, and they just, I don't know. So like, you're like, are we supposed like? So like, she woke up. So you're supposed to think that whole thing was a dream, like the whole thing, which would make sense, right? The big booty Trudy, like I was talking about, the weird guys that they had with them at the the mall playing space guys, and just everything was weird, right? It's like, oh, okay, it could be a dream. Yeah. Then you can go along with that. Then they go to the thing, and then they got to throw the peanut butter and the picture in there. And you're like, well, now what? Now you just made it even more ambiguous for no particular reason except to try to be weird and it just the problem is this is not a show to make weird episodes in because right these are about just undercover <laughs> narcotics guys it, you just like blew all credibility you know. <laughs> well i get yeah like i said it was already being blown before that but now like yeah. now they said again we talked about precursor to x-files now, X-Files had a lot of weird episodes. Like, there was one, not that this reminded me of it, but it was called Jose it was Chung's... Excellent. Yeah, it was Jose Chung's It Came From Outer Space or whatever. It was the name of the episode or something like that. And it was basically... It was Charles Nelson Riley. Remember that guy? He, right? No, wait. Right? Yeah. He was an author. He was going to write a book, and he wanted to talk to Scully and Mulder. 
you know, get like their input on it. You know what I mean? And it was just a super weird episode, but it was made weird because what it was is you were getting, he was talking to people and you were getting their version of what they say happened. So like people were acting extra weird because it was someone else saying it. So you like, they were the narrator, you know what I mean? So Mulder was making weird noises because one guy said, you know what I mean? So it all made sense because other people were saying it. They had like one point, it was great where I I don't know if you ever watched X-Files. I never did. But like this one kid, like he, you know, said he saw UFO and then he said the men in black came to you know, take his proof away and tell him not to talk about anyone. The guys that came up, the car like, drove him backward. It was something weird. It was Jesse Ventura was one of them. That's awesome. And then, like, he says, like, at first, he doesn't say who the other person is. And like, wait a minute. And he, like, he cut back to them in real time. Like, are you saying he looked like him? And he's like, no, it was Alex Trebek. And then they show Alex Trebek. <laughs> Like saying you do not That's talk so- to fucking anybody about this or something. So like it was it was perfect. It was weird because they purposely made other people that are probably a little weird narrating their own little version of the story. So it totally fit. It made sense. This yeah. doesn't make sense because you don't know who was telling the story. No. And it's just all discombined. Because like if she's like the one, if it's her dream, you, I mean, how often do you dream about things that happen that you're not even in it at all? Uh, like yeah, never. No, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. No, I, I mean, like you wouldn't dream of whole scenes where you weren't there. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is. So to me, this made absolutely zero sense. No, it was dumb. And, it was bad. And but the the only thing I can think of is is that this is like genius in some way. You know, somebody's going to make a comment and explain this entire thing. We're going to be like, that's awesome. Right. Like they could have done instead. They could have had it where she woke up, right? She could have still woken up, and then they find out that, yeah, someone slipped her a fucking Mickey or something. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. You right. know, it's, you know, it, so was she that, had, uh, it was like, you know, James Brown, you know, who yeah. knows? And <laughs> I'd e- right. And I'd even go with her being very ill and having like a fever dream or something over this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because they I, do say like, right, like, oh, maybe she's out sick, and I'm like, maybe she really was sick, but they never really like, come out and say that. And it would have been more like questionable, like if there wasn't the scene with the light shining down on the Ferrari from the sky. Right. Yeah, like, like if that didn't happen, there was really no evidence of like any kind of UFO. Right. Yeah, otherwise, exactly, which would have made it more, you know, believable. But yeah, no, exactly. So anyway, yeah. <sighs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. I was, I, I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm still confused. Yeah, not me the too. Peanut butter doesn't it doesn't fit in anywhere. <laughs> no, right. That's the other thing. What the hell is the peanut butter? What is it for? Oh yeah, and um, Chris on Twitter. Um, he was talking again. He was talking about it, and he rewatched it. And he's like, "The peanut butter. What's it with the peanut butter?" I'm like, "Hey, it's Mr. Peanuts behind everything here." <laughs> yeah, right. It was sponsored by Skippy. You know? <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, maybe they tried to get a sponsor from Skippy or whatever. They saw the episode. They're like, uh, we want no part of this. <laughs> yeah, right. Get our labels off of those jars. <laughs> I don't want people to think our peanut butter has drugs in it or something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah, so okay. anyway, if you I, haven't seen this episode, go watch it. You can watch it on the NBC.com for free. And I would really... Hit us up on Twitter because I would like to hear what you have to think about it. What, yeah, what do you think about it? Um, yeah. And it, oh, I forgot to tell you, I watched this twice just to make sure. Oh wow! Really? I don't know why. I was just like, it, you know, it'd been a while since I'd seen it, and uh, I'm like, really you know what? I just want to watch it and make sure some stuff. Like that's how I saw the big booty Trudy sign. Yeah, I did the, see that too. That was, yeah, that I didn't notice my... it the first time. Wow. So twice. anyway, and I guess the next episode, uh, he gets married to Sheena Easton. And so. What? Yeah. All right. Yeah, she was in this episode, the show too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, okay. They were try- trying to get people to watch it. Cause I think it was yeah. already starting yeah, to like, tank in the ratings. At this look, point. We're sinking. We need some help. <laughs> All right. Um, you know what? I forgot to ask you before we even started recording and, uh, we can cut this out if you want. Are we going to be able to get another episode in before Christmas? Yeah, sure. Well, we will. It won't be two weeks like normal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't. I sent Mike an episode I had in mind. Do you remember? Yeah. I'll, I have to yeah, look I, I still have it. I don't want to mention wanna... it just yet because I want to make sure we could find it. Um, okay. I think yeah. we can, though. I, I'd say so. so. So, yeah, we'll get one more in before Christmas. And then, uh, yeah, then we'll. After that, we'll see you in 2021. <laughs> so yeah, go watch this and uh, try not. Hopefully, to be this is not like the last this. thing that James Brown did. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to go out like that. But... No, um, I, 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 I forgot. I can't remember when he passed away. Um, I mean, I, I'm. I know it wasn't like close to this, but I mean, I'm just wondering, like, if. Uh, he had more like roles though that he did after this. I'm 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 hoping. 2006. What was his last role? Okay. Or is what that's when he died. Uh, yeah. Well, that's when he died. I don't know what his last role was, but Yeah. Oh I'm no, he had, he, he had plenty. Yeah. This is pretty close though. But he did like an episode of Amen and he was in the video short for MC Hammer Too Legit to Quit. Right. Oh, he was in Blues Brothers 2000, though, which is also a terrible movie. Oh, he was uh, in the tuxedo, I though, that. I think, with... Uh, is that with uh, Jackie Chan? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Jackie Chan movie. Playing himself, which he, I think, I'm a huge, I'm a huge he, Jackie Chan fan. Never saw that movie. But. Yeah, well, you should watch it and see if it's any good. It's got okay. Jennifer Love Hewitt, Hewitt in it, too. So, anyway, all right. Another reason to watch. That's it. I can't believe we talked this long about this episode. Neither. Good times. Yeah. Stay safe. Steer clear of UFOs. <laughs> Keep your eyes in the skies. That's oh, right. I should have had the X Files sound ready to put here. Boo doo doo. You can just yeah. overlay it. Yeah, I'll try. I gotta find it. All right. Uh, all right. For this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Frigetto. And I am Mike Sullivan. And we are very sorry if you watch this. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it's i mean it was it's it's just watch it yeah <laughs> see ya bye
That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUSEDToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUSEDToWatchThis, Twitter at IUSEDTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUSEDToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.